Oh boy, we do love it indeed here on Triple H FM. We are back to talk all things cricket. And uh, what better way to celebrate our last show than to have one more special guest joining us here tonight. She is another recipient, Matt Mears, of the fabled Triple H Sports Afterburners. We know made up impact, by you. Made, uh, made up by us, let's face it. We know that anyone that has been on this show has gone on to bigger and better things. The afterburners are real and they have struck again. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from the Manly Ringer District Cricket Club and we should be saying at this point, part of the New South Wales Breakers, Shavani Mita, good evening to you. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. How, how are the afterburners going? Because you, you, you have just... You've just skyrocketed over the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. I mean, um, not too long ago, I had two stress fractures in my back. Um, but now to be in the Breakers squad and train with them and travelling with them, um, yeah, it's just a dream come true. And I'm so grateful for the opportunities. Oh, but, and look, to come back from a stress fracture, I mean, look, I haven't experienced it. Matt, I don't know if you've had it yourself throughout your career. No, you haven't. Probably but, most um, other things, but not that. Yeah. But we, we know plenty of people who have gone through it. That is not easy to come back from. Yeah, it was it was a very challenging time um, considering I'd just taken a gap year to go to England to play. I'd got a gig over there and then to be told um, to do nothing for basically six months. Um, it was really tough. But I had people around me supporting me, Manly supporting me very well. Um, I had a good support network. Um, so yeah, that helped me get through the time. And I mean, everyone, a lot of players have gone through it. So, yeah, well, I, I, I somehow haven't avoided it, but I've done the usual, um, fast person, fast bowling impersonator injury, which is to at least get the one side strain in my, uh, my career. And it was a proper one. You don't bowl fast enough to strain anything. I got a, I got a <laughs> grade two side strain. That more than qualifies me. All right. Sure, sure. Whatever you reckon. <laughs> so, uh, but of course, we've got you on here um, today. First off, to talk about a very special event that is going to be happening uh, this Sunday. It will be uh, the women returning to Manly Oval. Uh, a triple triple threat that's going to be happening. Your Brewers Shield, second grade and first grade playing. And all while raising money for a very good cause in the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Yeah, so it's a great cause um, with breast cancer being the second most common commonly diagnosed cancer in Australia and still nine Australians are losing their life to, to the disease every day. Um, and with its incidence increasing, it's um, a very important cause um, with the National Breast Cancer Foundation. So um, at Manly Oval, we're, gonna, um, we're raising funds to go towards and support care to women and men who experience breast cancer in Australia. And um, we'll be raising money through collection collection of buckets, face painting, a home-baked store, barbecue and hairspray stores. And even um, Alyssa Healy will make an appearance there. Whoa, that one <laughs> I wasn't expecting, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to go and meet the current captain, is she still oh, captain well, she, until Meg Lanning well, comes she's back? Captain, she's captain until the 16th, I believe, when until the 16th, Australia, so, yeah. until Australia plays the next game. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so if you want to meet the Australian women's captain, get down to Manly Oval, you'll get your mm -hmm. chance to meet her. The, the only question I've got, to, I've got to, we're going to have to ask at this point is, is she, is she going to be as savage as she usually is on the microphone? Because I've listened to her commentary a few times. She's brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is, but... I'm not, I'm not sure. 
um you never know but yeah she's great on the microphone and everything she says has purpose and it's funny as well so it'll, it's a real it's a real honor for the club to have a down at manly over to spread awareness for such a great um cause and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and she, course, was, she was on the uh, coverage yesterday of the the, 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 the Sydney Smash on, on Fox and uh, did a very good job. Uh, you might have to do some recruiting for us, uh, Mr. Caruso, if you're going to be making your way down there. Um, we, we have a couple of games that uh, we, we would very much like to have her in the uh, com box. Do we, have a, do we have a spare shirt for her? Maybe that, maybe that might entice her. So. I'm sure we can find one. Georgia, yep. you're, giving, you're giving up your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, but of course, getting back to the seriousness of the of the event and the importance of it as well. I mean, we do know that it is a very common um, a common occurrence, and whenever we do talk about the the issues of around breast cancer, we do encourage everyone, especially I think those over the age of forty. You know, get your check, make sure you check yourself, make sure you go and get tested as well. If you need to have a test, absolutely go do it because it's the only way that you can ensure you do get treated is to get catch it early. Yes, and a big part of that is also with early diagnosis and um, part of it is preventable as there are some um, preventable factors for breast cancer, such as your alcohol intake, obesity, physical inactivity and smoking. Um, obviously, there are some unmodifiable factors as well that we can't control. Um, but if we can really spread awareness about the things we can take into control, we can really help um, reduce the incidence and prevalence of breast cancer in our community absolutely and um couldn't couldn't agree more with it um you know speaking from sort of you know experience within our own within our own family um we've got a member of our extended family now who is a couple of members of our extended families going through it as well so they do an amazing job with raising awareness and so we're doing highly encourage everyone come down to manly oval give generously um partake in the festivities and enjoy what is really the fastest growing women's sport in Australia and probably the, the gold standard when it comes to participation now in Australia in, in cricket itself. Coming to the game itself, this is a big one, not only uh, not only for Manly, but for Bankstown as well. Um, it's been, a, it's been well, it hasn't been the best of seasons in terms of results. It has to be said that Manly have been a little bit unlucky this year, especially given the number of games that have been missed due to the weather, most of it being away games. But it's for both teams, it's a must win, this. Yeah, it definitely is. There's only, on the T20 ladder, I think only one point separates uh, Bankstown and Manly. So there's a lot of, there's a lot at stake and yeah we have been unfortunate with about four washouts and multiple injuries as well but we have um sass hawley another breakers player coming back into the squad and an english county captain kelly castle so hopefully that will strengthen our team and um we'll take the confidence from beating bankstown at their home ground in the 50 over with a bonus point so we'll take that into the game and it should be a good matchup to put our skills to the test after the christmas break Obviously, the question is going to be is around whether Sarah Ali and Ash Gardner are going to be playing. Matt Mears, you got a question? Well, I just wanted to know. We, we called this game last year against Penrith, and it's probably one of the more remarkable games um, that we did call with with Manly being 5 for 12 uh, in reply to, to Penrith 108 and, and almost getting the job done. Are, are we going to get a game as close as that this time? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd like to win more convincingly convincingly than that but 
Um, we did have a tight match against Parramatta where we only won by one run. So, I mean, anything could happen in the game of cricket. You never know what you're going to get. But hopefully we can make it entertaining for the crowd as well. Yeah, as the well, late... said, yeah your innings, I just got the scorecard up here. Fifth, that 57 that you made, I said I won't be forgetting that anytime soon from that call we had <laughs> last year. So, as I said, they, they do produce some great games down there. They might they not, might not be the uh, the 220s that you see uh, in some of the big bash games, but, boy, um, as I said, close cricket, exciting cricket. I think Before anybody we... who does get down there will get their, will get their money's worth. Before we go any further with this, I mean, we should thank Shivani as well because that game in particular <laughs> was part of our submission to the CBAA awards that we ended up that we ended up winning. So, Shivani, the, the the highlights of your innings there was a linchpin of the win and got played over at the CBAA awards um, that night. So now everyone in community radio are going to know who Shivani Meter is right now. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm still not satisfied because I didn't get the job done for the team. So hopefully, um, yeah, get some more good scores and help the team to get some more victories as we try and get a place in the semifinals as well. Well, it's not. It's it. It, it could be um, tricky in terms of the T20s at the moment, but certainly the first grade, the first grade competition, it is very close, and one or two results can propel you into that all important. Um, top four especially considering that how close that that middle pack is at the moment fighting for fighting for fourth place it's a competition this year that i think to a to certain ex, uh, extent has actually narrowed in terms of the competitiveness and it's made it quite exciting now it's a far cry from what we've seen in previous years where usually you do have one one team run away with the whole competition it's not happening this year yeah, it is. It's very tight knit um, competition. I think with players coming in and out um, from Big Bash squads and New South Wales squads, and there's been a ton of injuries as well. So um, you never quite know um, what a team may present on the day. That's why you always got to be adaptable. And um, yeah, uh, you just, it's so unpredictable what a team can do. And um, with the uncertainty of players, um, yeah, it's been a tight one and it kind of makes it exciting as well. Um, it's not the same teams winning over and over again and everyone's got a chance to show what they've got on the day. Not only that, but it's given the opportunity for some of the, some of the players to really show if they can step up and, uh, and make that next step. And, you know, you've been now given that opportunity, now part of the New South Wales Breakers um, squad, uh, training with them, filling in on, on the field as well. Uh, yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to seeing you sort of run out um, for the New South Wales Breakers recent games down in um, down in Tasmania. Uh, hopefully, you do get selected for the next one there. But I think one of the one of the more special moments that has to be brought up was I think you on the field, possibly with your um, with a fellow alumni that you've been in very close contact with over the last um, over the last few years. Yeah, so I was recently down in Melbourne playing against Victoria and I got the opportunity in the last four overs, I got to go into the field. Um, there was an unfortunate injury, but um, got to, for the first time, got to go in the field and um, witness Elise Perry turn up, which, I mean, it wasn't great because she's in the um, opposition team, but um, I've known her since I was 10 and she's always... Um, 
like kept in contact with me since we went to the same school, Pimble Ladies College. And it was just awesome to see her perform so well. And she's such a great athlete and someone that um, has been a real role model and idol um, for me throughout my career. It was special indeed. And I think one of the things that we've been able to see from that in particular is that she's now starting to get that form back into her batting in particular, which means that this upcoming series that they've got, which there will be a couple of games at Northern Yeovil, well, Matt, we might have to see if Cricket Australia is going to let us call those games. We can only have our fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cricket Australia, if you're listening in, you need some commentators. You know, we're right here, ready to go. Um, but that that's going to be, it, it, it would have been absolutely spe- uh, special for yourself for that opportunity and, you know, possibly the first step um, towards solidifying yourself in that breakers team, especially considering the, the potential generational transition that's going to be happening over the next couple of years. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of um, elite players in the breakers squad who, um, yeah, they're getting older and there's a lot of, our team's very young as well. So there's a lot of youth pushing through. So hopefully if I keep going, keep training well, can get the chance to debut and um, yeah, and really solidify my place in the team. Is that something I'd love? Now, one thing I do have to ask of yourself is, and for a bit of fun, when you're in that in when you're in that squad, were there a couple of idiosyncrasies that happen up? Because usually it is when you go on tour the first time, it is a bit of an experience. Were there any stories, say PG rated, of course, um, in terms of what happened there? Because I know that this New South Wales team is known to have a couple of pranksters going around. Oh, yeah, but you know what they say, what's said on tour and what's done on tour stays on tour, so not leak. Shut down, Caruso, shut down. (laughs) Wow, the bus was ready. That bus was ready. (laughs) The breach of my contract. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't want you to lose your contract. Caruso, on the other (laughs) hand, maybe his his thoughts are his and his alone. Oh, mate, I've been... I've been shut down by Andrew Rochford. Let's face that. If I can't get a contract off Andrew Rochford, no one can. <laughs> oh, here we go. So, uh, oh, look, absolutely brilliant to see. And it's sort of, I think the, the biggest thing for yourself as well now is sort of seeing where your game has gone now, seeing the recovery, seeing where you're at now. Um, you know, you're full of confidence. You're ready to go. Uh, and who knows, there may, there may be something bigger just around the corner. We won't say anything for now. You never count your chickens before they've hatched, but... Yeah, you know, it's to see where you come from. It's it's an absolute pleasure, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show once again. Thank you for having me. It's been a great time, as always. Look, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. We'll let you get back to the rest of it, but uh, thank you for joining us for the last for the, our last ever show here of the bench. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Shivani Mita who is uh, who joined us here tonight, and Matt. You know, it's. It's it's wonderful being able to see a story like this in terms of a player making a comeback to, of this capacity. Oh yeah, of course. It, it shows that uh, the human body, the human mind's a wonderful thing. You can go through something like that, and uh, as I said, you you face all the odds. As Savani said, six months of basically doing nothing ruined that English dream of of being able to go over there. But it just something triggers in your brain. I think it makes you it makes you stronger. It makes you more determined and. Boy, really uh, getting the rewards of that now. 